Welcome back to the IT Superheroes Podcast presented by Hill Country Tech Guys. This is part two of our Star Wars Superfans discussion. If you haven't already heard part one yet, pause this and go listen to it. We also want to put a disclaimer on this episode once again that there is some explicit language throughout it. Again, we are talking about Star Wars and there are many things to feel passionate about. Listen at your own discretion and have fun doing it. My name is Will Burns. This is the IT Superheroes Podcast presented by the Hill Country Tech Guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you're probably not going to like this. I like the shows. What about, whoa, we're going to get into that. (laughs) Solo. I started to watch it and then I stopped because I felt like it was a waste of my time. So, I wasn't paying attention the first time I watched it in theaters. I was like... Whatever. I didn't really like the actor that they picked for Han, and I didn't really care about any of the side characters. And the whole thing was just a heist movie. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. Star Wars. I was just like, whatever. I w- like. And then, if you don't know anything about the Clone Wars and all of Darth Maul's backstory, the whole end credit scene and the effect that it has on the Uber nerds is nothing to you. You're like, who's mm. that? Yeah. Like, I. Hmm. I was mostly okay with that film right up until Darth Maul showed his stupid fucking face. <laughs> and then I was just mad. I I was like, all right, I'm going to be fine with this film yeah. as it was ending. And then he shows up and I was like, fuck it. I wasted all my money. <laughs> what a waste of a movie ticket. I, mm, I... Dude, my favorite part was how he ignites his lightsaber. Like, what are you going to do over a hologram, bud? Like, at least <laughs> Vader could choke you over the camera. He ignites his lightsaber and he's like, but why? But why? Are Is you there gonna... something off screen that we need to... That he needs... Are you in the middle of a fight, buddy? He's do like, you need a hand? Hey, let me put you on hold. I, I, I got to take care of a thing real quick. There's like... this loose rancor over here I got to deal with. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And, oh, it, I, I hate him. I hate Darth Maul so much. Because <laughs> he died in episode one. I don't give a shit what anyone says. He got cut in half and fell down a pit, a bottomless pit. He is dead. It was a trash okay. shoot. I feel the same way about that. And that's what I was talking with Harrison the other day, where that's where I learned that the Sith can survive on, on hatred which, alone. Which I yeah. also... Hate that concept because literally the whole point of the Sith is that their whole quest as well, an organization is eternal life. And you're telling me Darth Maul is like, oh yeah, by the way, if you just hate something enough, you can just be alive no matter what happens. He wasn't the first to one to do it. Yeah, but like, what's Palpatine's point then? He's like, I'm searching for eternal life, and Darth Maul's walking around on robot legs. Like, because dude, how hard would it be to constantly use the Force to keep your body alive? Palpatine wanted a permanent way to do it. Darth Maul apparently did it for many years. He at least like twelve years of just being mad. But if you think about it, like getting and cutting in half the, with where he did was only traumatic in that he was cut in half. So, like, your body would go into shock, and that's what killed you. But he didn't lose anything vital. Like, his body could have survived like that. How many people... he lost his asshole. 
Which I, I, the last well, time I checked, you need one well, of those. <laughs> okay. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> they have colostomy bags. Uh, yeah. That's built just, into his new robot legs. Yeah, built into his intestine and just let it come out. What we didn't see is that it was not a bottomless pit. It ended at a hospital. He's like, ah! <laughs> and he lands on a hospital bed and the surgeon's like, well, shit, this looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I so the thing is, is like I get it, and honestly, his character, I, his character should not have died in episode one. He should have been the main villain of the prequel trilogy. The prequel trilogy. It either he should have been, he should have been he a mix between one. Darth Maul and Count Dooku. Yeah, where Darth Maul was the fallen Jedi, and he's this like super dark, angry, like, satanic-looking badass with a double-bladed lightsaber who just kicks ultimate ass at everything he does. And he's also this, like, really nuanced philosophical counterpoint to the idea of the Jedi Order. And he has this background with Yoda and Qui-Gon and all of the other Jedi. And he could have been a very good counterpoint to Obi-Wan Kenobi, who should have been the prequel trilogy's minor hero, to Anakin's yeah. major hero. Mm. And he could have been that character, but he wasn't. He died, and then they brought him back because someone said, shouldn't he have been, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi's foil in the films? And I, someone said, yeah, I guess so. What if he had robot legs? And they did it. And fine, whatever. And he was an okay character in Clone Wars. I didn't mind... Well, I, I hated it because when, when I was a kid growing up, me and my best friend both loved Star Wars. And uh, you met Blake. And yeah, he yeah. spent years being like, wouldn't it be so cool if Robo- Darth Maul was still alive and he had robot legs? <laughs> and I was like, it? that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> no one would ever do that. And then I saw it in the Clone Wars and I was just like, oh, this is stupid. I hate this. And I called him and I was like, you didn't see this coming. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't get to talk about this. But um, but he was fine in the Clone Wars, yeah. and I think he he played a vital role. But I hate the fact that he keeps coming back, and he keeps coming back, and he's everywhere, and he's everything. And yeah. now he's in charge of Mandalore. Because he's uh, sort of. And now he's a criminal mastermind, and now yeah. he's Ezra's teacher for some reason. And the only real piece of content that I have enjoyed that is Darth Maul is what I think is probably the second best lightsaber fight in all of Star Wars media, which is the final confrontation between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Yeah. That is absolutely, hands down, one of the best fights. And it's only like four seconds four long. Four seconds long. And it's it mostly is, dialogue. They're... It is mostly dialogue, but it is also very much, if you want to do fan service and callbacks, that. that's how you do it. Because it was a good fight on its own, but right. it also was like, Wow, you you notice the subtle details the about the about Obi Wan's stance, the technique, yeah, exactly, and like, well, that was a good fight, yeah, and it was over, and it was done, and it was a demonstration of growth. Obi Wan spent how long, like, right, ten, fifteen minutes fighting Obi or Darth Maul in that fucking magical mystery tour of a reactor core, and 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 just barely survived and now he's older and he's wiser and he's smarter and he's more mature and it was like oh yeah i can just sidestep all of this and make my yeah. life easier and it was perfect it was an mm. excellent fight um 
And then for him to be like, oh yeah, now I'm also in Han Solo's story. It's like, how many characters can you make him be involved with? Yeah, I know. I'm is waiting Dark for him Maul to show up in the, the new most shows. important character? Like, this is stupid. Yeah, because with... I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the TV shows yet, but if the Book of Boba Fett's going to start introducing all the other syndicates, like they already have the Pikes, as soon as they introduce the Black Suns, then Maul's in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's jump into it. Go ahead. Book of Boba Fett. I hate it. I hate it so much. It really? Is, I hate it so much. I I hate it. I have never hated a TV show. I think it's funny all. that he's kind of a side character in his own show. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting more and more aggravated in episode five when major spoilers coming along. Oh yeah, if you haven't seen any of the book of Boba Fett yet, you probably just don't want to. They don't want to listen to this. Just part. skip the rest because we're gonna. I mm, okay. So the thing is, is I I didn't like the Mandalorian either. I really didn't because I thought it was absurd. But whatever. It was fine. And so I, I saw a book of Boba Fett, and I, my initial thought was, well, this is going to be stupid, but I really want it to be good. I want yeah, it to like Book of Boba Fett. Because of all the old lore. Yes. And you get... And I saw episode one, and I thought, okay. Okay. It's fine. It's not great. Because that's almost how it happened in yeah. the yeah. old story. Yeah, you saw it. You saw, He's I really like that it was almost word for word Patton Oswalt. Yes! yes. I love it. That was so funny. Was that, Have you ever so, seen uh, Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec. Yes. Okay, so the scene where, uh, or there's an episode where they have to filibuster the city council, and so they get Patton right. Oswalt up there, and he goes on this huge Star Wars rant, rant about <laughs> what he thought the Star Wars sequels were going to be. Yeah. And like it's like seven or ten minutes, and it doesn't make it into the show because they cut and like go to the next scene, but and, it's on YouTube. And, it, and then and, he but, just... But there's also... That was, just, that was mostly the, ad-libbed. Yeah, he did show, not write that down. Yeah, he didn't write it down. And in the show, they cut, and they go to commercial, and it comes back, and it cuts to him going... And, and cue the twin sons of Tatooine, and it pans down to the to the yeah. desert sands, yeah. and the gloved hand of Darth Vader reaches out of the sand, and it's Boba. literally word yeah. for word, like yeah. down from it starts at the sun, yeah. and it pans down. And it's so like, you can go on YouTube, you can yeah. go on YouTube and watch his whole seven or eight minute spiel on what it is, and that's like that scene yeah. in Book of Boba. <laughs> yes, and it is literally that. And I was it's like, perfect, this is so <laughs> awesome. Like I feel like they had to have done that intentionally on purpose there's no and, way and if that's the case it's like because yeah, yes thank that's you that's part of the whole team yeah show. i bet you Patton felt great he was like <laughs> i wrote that <laughs> <laughs> so I was, so it peaked in the first five seconds it, well now well that was like a no, flashback oh, okay. halfway yeah. through but yes it, it peaked right then because um, it was fine and i was like i was tentatively hopeful and then as they went on they kept going back to these terrible awful tropes that are dumb the thing that i really dislike the most about the book of boba fett though is that it is again implied character growth you you get here and he's like i want to take over job of the huts thing and i'm gonna lead with respect yeah and it's like that is not the boba fett that we Granted, we got a very limited amount of Boba Fett in the films, but when you see the guy who talks back to Darth Vader, who's explicitly told not to disintegrate people, yeah. that's not a thing that most people have to be told. Right. You don't have to tell most people hey, not to disintegrate Hey, I want him alive. Yeah. Don't kill this one. Specifically, 
do not disintegrate him. Like, that's not a thing you tell rational, reasonable, respectful people. Mm. Boba Fett. And then they're doing all of this, and there's, they're at the like uh, culmination of episode five, and he's like, yeah, but what if he dies? I don't care about him if he dies. And now you get to book a Boba Fett, and he's like, I want to be a respectful leader. Fine. Characters can have growth. But I'm interested but they in skipped that. It all. They skipped all of the growth. It just literally started with him being like, I'm going to lead respectfully. Right. And you're like, but why? Why? Why are you going to do that? And the, the one thing I've heard from people is that, well, they, te- they show you that in the flashbacks with the Tusken Raiders. By the way, he escapes but the But then Pit. they could have just started the story back then. They could have. They kept doing all these fucking flashbacks. Yeah. Why so, couldn't we have just started, like, boom, his glove comes out, he's free, yes. start the story there, and let's build... To where he becomes a child. Well, exactly. It seems like that's just what every TV show does now. And it's annoying. It's they, so annoying. The other problem is that, like... They have multiple lines of characters and yeah. forward and backwards. And, it's, and just, it's so... It's it's jarring. But it's also, like... They didn't even do it right. Because he gets captured by these Tusken Raiders. And he goes to escape. And it's him and another prisoner. And the first thing Boba Fett does is try to help the other guy escape. Why? Yeah. Why, he, why would Boba Fett do that? Why, what motivation yeah. does Boba Fett have to do that? Yeah. And the fact that they don't cover that, they don't, they don't expand on that. It's just, it's so fast paced. They have literally two seasons worth of content in the first four episodes yeah. of this film. Because they have his escape from the Sarlacc. And his, like, training with the Tusken Raiders and, like... The initial fun. conflict with the Spice Runners. Exactly. And then they keep doing that in flashbacks with the, like, current day story of him trying to take over Jabba's place. Right. And on, on Tatooine. And it's just him and Fennec. And it's just him and Fennec. And it's like, okay, I would... Again, I'd be okay with that storyline if we had built up to it. Right. I spent the first four episodes wondering why the fuck he even wants to do it. Yeah. Because they literally do not say it at all. Ever. Until the end of the fourth episode, where Finnick is the only reasonable human being, and she goes, why would you want to do that at all? And he's like, I'm tired of being told what to do, and being put in dangerous situations. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, sure. That's a half-assed but reasonable enough explanation. I will buy that. I shouldn't have had to watch four episodes of this boring-ass bullshit just to get To get his motivation. If you wanted to put that at the end of a season... Make season two where he's going to take over Jabba's role. Yeah, and it's like okay, that's it's weird, but it's it's a logical next step, and I'm I'm buying it, right? But the way they did it, it is it's distractingly bad, and so they they wanted to tell two whole ass stories at the same time. So they rushed them both, and they rushed them both in four out of the seven. Seven episodes of the season, and then the next two episodes do not include Boba Fett at all. At all, that's not true. The second one, the had second him one for had five seconds. Face. He didn't have a. He didn't even line. say anything. Yeah, he nodded, and that was it. The, he was not. It was the Mandalorian. The last. Have you seen episode six yet? Yeah, I've seen them both. The last episode was just Luke training Baby Yoda. Yeah, just. With Ahsoka, because why With not? Ahsoka Tano, because she had to be there. Because if she wasn't there, you might think that she died. And that's why that she didn't appear in the original trilogy. 
to resolve the storyline of her and Anakin Skywalker, which would have been very interesting to see. But no, we get to see her act as a delivery girl for the Mandalorian to Luke Skywalker yeah. to deliver Baby Yoda's Mandalorian armor. Because realistically, the Togruta what? live Wait. over 100 years. So yeah. in Empire times of the original trilogy, she would be like midlife based on yeah. how old she was during the clone yeah, wars she would definitely she was been in her 14 prime. when the clone wars started so if the clone wars was three years she would have been 17 around when she left the jedi order and then about vader's give fall. or take yeah so then you've got 19 years between that and the original trilogy and she would be like 36 37 so that's not even middle age if they live over 100 yeah she would essentially be my age yeah and Judging. so and then they, they did such a great job in the Clone Wars developing this relationship between her and Anakin. And then, like, Anakin falls and she's very, like, distraught by it. And then she gets no resolution on that. Until the latest episode of Book of Boba where she's like, oh, I'm an old family friend. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. It's so... My favorite part about that episode, though, is realizing who gets uh, speaking roles. You have Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka yeah. Tano, R2-D2, Baby Yoda, I guess, if you count that as speaking. And Mando. Um, Mandalorian. You get Cad Bane from the Clone Wars. You oh, get um, yeah. Cobb Vance, who was a one-off character from the Extended season lore. two of Mandalorian and also Aftermath. He's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I hated that book, but whatever. Well. Uh, you get also the annoying mechanic lady, who is also in the Mandalorian. You get Fennec Shand, who was from The Mandalorian and was also in The Bad Batch. And uh, the people who do not get a speaking role is Boba Fett. In the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. People Everyone a... yeah, said yeah, yeah. something besides... The... Even his fucking guards came up and said something. Yeah. But not Boba Fett. But not Boba. Yeah. Yeah, the so angsty scooter nerds. to do? I we don't, don't know. know. I have no idea. We just have to watch it. What, what kind of fanfare has the Book of Boba Fett gotten? I don't know because mm. I watch every episode and every time I finish it I go, this is awful. I hate this so much. And then I go online and all I see are posts from people who are like shitting themselves with excitement over it. And I'm like, am I the only person who doesn't understand what's happening? And they're like, oh my god, I saw a character I knew. And I'm like, mm. episode six was literally just, like, the book of cameos. Just like, oh, remember this character? You remember this other character? Yeah. You remember this character? I was like, yes, I do. Stop it. I, re I really hated the part in episode five, though, when I knew that it was nothing but fan service because, okay, so. When the rebellion pilots show up? No, before that. Okay. So, did you watch Mandalorian Season 2 with us? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, so I've, I've in Season 2, Mandalorian gets his ship blown up. And you're like, ooh. Sucks for um, you. And I, I, I did see that, and again, and I, was, I was even telling my kids, it's like, I don't feel anything. Yeah, like, yeah why, I, don't, I don't have why any attachment to that ship. Whatever. So in Episode 5 of the book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian goes back to Tatooine because his mechanic lady friend was like, I got a new ship for you. And his new ship is a Naboo Starfighter. And I, at that moment, I was like, 
Cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. I like the star. I like yeah. the Starfighter. And I'm like, all right, that's that's cool because they could like they could make it look real sick. That's and then I thought, but he's a bounty hunter, so where's the other person? Gonna that's what it? I said. He's not going to have any room for his guns if he starts he, freezing he, people in carbonite again. There's yeah, like, no room. Yeah. Where, where's he going to? I was like. So now, now he needs a bigger ship for his starship, yeah. his starfighter. I'm like, eh. but I was like, okay, we'll figure it out. But they have, in the book of Boba Fett, the Mandalorian has a 20-minute build montage where they rebuild this starfighter. Into a 442 Hemi. Th- <laughs> <laughs> With literally a fucking big block in it. He starts it up and just like, oh, and the thing is shaking. Yeah, literally, sh- it's got a fucking air intake on it. Yeah, on a spaceship. For a spaceship. What? Yeah. Anyways, they make it look so hideous. It looks like someone's a first attempt at kit bashing, where they yeah. took some models and they were just gluing some yeah. pieces on it. They took a Nabooian starfighter and a seventy-two charger, and we're just <laughs> yes, like, that's bam. Literally what it is. <laughs> <laughs> literally what it looks like and they made it silver and my first thought was how did you make that ship ugly because it is it is they were beautiful gorgeous nabooians were very well known for their architecture and their ships and if you go look at any of padme's starfighters from the original they're gorgeous they're ships. beautiful ships plus and, uh, her ships were already reflective silver so if they were going to do silver they could have at least chromed it out nicer yeah. and <laughs> then they turned it into that ugly ugly monstrosity but anyways the 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 moment i knew that that whole episode was just nothing but fan service is during the build montage someone hands him the pole yes. that was in the garbage smasher and they give it a name four. and they i it a don't name remember it what him. it is and i was like why yeah why are we doing this and i sure enough i went online thinking, and i recognized the poll yeah. from episode four and i'm like yeah it, it took them all of five minutes to turn it into the meme of leonardo dicaprio from the wolf of wall street where he's like pointing at his yes. screen and then they photoshopped han's face <laughs> over leonardo dicaprio yes. that yes i'm just like <laughs> ew yeah it's nothing but fan service the only way they could add more fan service to these final episodes was if the producers of the show came over to your house and gives you a hand job. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is there's a BD droid in it. And I was like, come on. Yeah, that's true. Why? Yeah. Why does she have a BD droid? Why does she have a whole gaggle of droids? Whatever. Yeah, they already gave her R5. Yeah. And that's like canonically the R5. So, yeah. oh God, so much fan service. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it Why be? wouldn't it be? In a universe where droids are as common as toasters, why wouldn't right. the R5 be the, the R5, R5 that we saw sure. in episode four? They even painted the grease stains to match from when his head blew up oh. in A New Hope. God, <laughs> kill me. I don't know if you ever noticed, but now I ruined it for you. Yeah, I, I didn't realize <laughs> that was him until you told me, but of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? And then he goes to test his Naboo Starfighter. And first of all, he says it's wizard because... Why not? Why not? Anakin said it in episode one. So doesn't everyone say that? Mm. Mm. And then they do the 
fucking pod race course while they're flying yeah through. and they're so lazy about the fan service they just reuse the sound the effects. same sound effects so with the big block sound on top of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's pod racer sounds mixed with like a 442 hemi yeah. off a challenger just like whoa, 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 with the whoa, 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 like just so much noise flying through this canyon it's the same footage like it's the same sound the scene in episode one where like they push anakin off the track and he goes up that ramp and busts the gate they show that gate and you go oh it's still broken hey, yeah You're like i know that the fucking rat's still there yeah you're just like why why are they doing this and, and then you realize it's like oh because they couldn't think of an interesting story right because this is a filler well, episode it seems like the lowest common denominator like how how can we get the most views and get Absolutely, it is literally like right. It. It's literally it's not a story. It's no, there's about no big buckets of money. Yeah, they, and and I'll tell you exactly what it's about because I I saw it. I watched that episode, and then I went online, and someone had made a post that said, "Wow, my my Nabu Starfighter toy from 20 years yeah. ago is relevant again." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, there it is." Uh, as soon so as somebody sell more toys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw the same thing because somebody linked a post to eBay of a brand new unopened one that was selling for fourteen hundred pounds. Yeah. What? I'm not it kidding. Not like within within an hour of the episode coming out, like I I watched it with my girlfriend and everything the, the same day, and then I got on Reddit and was scrolling through, yeah. and I'm like, did you there's... see someone was like, I made a petition for Lego to come out with a with a the... Starfighter ship, and I'm like, it's been right. ten minutes. Right. Why would they Why'd have one? Yeah, yeah. Lego's, gonna Lego's say, not watching the Book of Boba money. Fett. No. They don't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like someone will come out with it eventually, but like, why are you mad that it's not out yet? And it's like, yeah, that's, that's it. That's why they're doing this. Toys. So they can make money. But that's what they did with the prequel trilogy too. They did, but you know, like, at least the prequel trilogy told a coherent story. Yeah. At yeah. least the story elements were there. People people said the same thing about Return of the Jedi. Oh, so they could still tell uh, toys. sell toys. Yeah, they made that stupid but little rolly droid. Still. I hate that thing. Which with the gr- the green one with the cone head and oh, this wheel. Fuck that. I was like, droid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh god. I'm just gonna knock it over. Then what? And I hate it's the a fact, wheel. I hate the fact that it's whole thing is that it tells you how you're supposed to feel yeah it's like happy so it you're supposed to feel happy right now yeah. it's like oh my god no. maybe if you were better at telling a story i would right. actually feel happy mm. but like yeah you can you can make a you can make a movie you can make a tv show that is fun that is exciting that is right like really cool and interesting but also tells a good story you can have callbacks. You can have cameos. You can do it while telling a good story. You can't build a good story solely off of cameos, solely off of fan service. Like, that doesn't make a good TV That's show. only going to make so many people happy. And yes, yeah. you know you have a fan base, but if you don't you know, include everybody else, you're not going to grow it. And what a lot of people don't realize, so I, I, I think personally that a lot of the people who are really into this show because of the fan service things like that i don't think they realize that if they go back and watch it two years from now they're not gonna they're feel not gonna that enjoy same emotion because they they know it's there they know it's coming they know that's part of the story and then they are now watching and they're going but what is the story about yeah what are they trying to accomplish who are the villains of this story who are the heroes who am i rooting for 
why am I doing this? Because in the first two episodes, they set up the twins as the villains, which I thought was dumb, but whatever. You can have a strong villain and and do that thing about it. And then in the next episode, they're like, oh, we're going to leave. We're scared, so we're just going to go. Literally. I mean, that's yeah. not like an oversimplification of events. Literally. So Boba Fett's like, I want to take over Java's territory. And it is very much hut territory. So two other huts called the twins, whatever come by and they're like, no, you're not going to take Java's territory. We're going to, we're going to take it from you. And then in the next episode, they're like, just kidding. Just kidding. You can, uh, have, you it. can have it. Here's this rancor. And then they leave and they're, they're not in the show again. And they give them a gift. They're like, here's a rancor. Because and you, you can have the Wookiee that we Jabba sent to kill had you. a rancor in his palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why he has a that's rancor. That's why. Because you remember how Java had one? Also, apparently Boba Fett's now just really into animals. Uh, which is like so if you know mandalorians yeah sure they have a history of taming riding animals but boba doesn't boba fett is not a mandalorian that is also true (laughs) so explain explain that he's a clone he's a clone didn't you watch episode two He's Django's clone. It was his one request. Django was not paid for his DNA donation to the Kaminoans to build the clone army. He asked for an unaltered clone of himself, and that's Boba. So the clones were genetically engineered to be better, stronger, faster, smarter, obedient soldiers, and Boba is just a straight-up clone of Django. Yeah. So he's not by birth a Mandalorian because he was never born. He was engineered. Yeah. Mm. And he didn't grow up in Mandalorian culture. He grew he... up on Kamino, raised by Django. So yeah. Django was a Mandalorian and taught by a Mandalorian. And if you go in old extended lore, Boba has a Mandalorian tutor, and there's a bunch of nerds that will translate the mm-hmm. stuff that he shows on his wrist thing oh, when he gets his armor back and goes, look, like there's... That some of the the words talk about who and this is the, the 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 frustration I have with like the new content. There are so many good details like that, but they're, they're hidden like that, so only the ones who can understand it. Plus, you have to pause and then go, and like it's in a foreign language, so yeah, you have to translate. Like, they have all these details that are like that, right? For all these people who are fans, but then the story, right? I feel like at times it's written by an AI yeah. algorithm. Because they do the same thing for uh, the prisoners whenever they try to go get Murphy. And Mando's talking to the chick that got fired for talking about Disney. No! Gia um, Carr. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, it shows a few screenshots of different people that have been arrested. And people have, like, paused and translated. And some of those are, like, characters from the old lore. Yeah. And so they have all these good details. But then it's just, like, you're not doing anything interesting with it. Right. You're doing it specifically so that Look, people like me. Remember? And, yeah. Like, oh, I know who that is. I read yeah. a book about that guy. Yeah. But and the I, average person will just watch it and be like, yeah, whatever. To me, I think the, the thing that symbolizes this, because it feels like the, the people who are writing this, if it is indeed real people and not a computer program, <laughs> because sometimes it feels like yeah. Luke Skywalker force lifted a bunch of frogs out of a pond in the most recent episode to show off to Baby Yoda. And that's literally... Were like exactly what happened 
They were sitting by a pond, yeah. and Luke force-lifted a bunch of frogs. Yeah, Grogu got distracted while he was meditating with Luke, and he tried to steal one of the frogs from the pond to eat it, and Luke <laughs> caught him, so Grogu put the frog back. And then when they get back into meditating, Luke's like, you know what, I'm going to teach Grogu a lesson, and just lays his hand out and raises all of the frogs out of the pond. He says, look, like you can do this, just pay attention, we're in class right now. He force lifts a bunch of frogs out of a pond. Yeah. Later he shoots it. So is it an action mark him or is it a CGI? No, it's, uh, no, it's more CGI. But he did look better in this he episode. He did look much better. Than he did episode. in the finale of season yeah. two for Mando. Yeah, he, they did real good with it. Yeah. Um, Later, he shoots at Baby Yoda to teach him how to jump. It's true. He doesn't even give him a lightsaber. Straight no, up, it's, it's just, just like, like, dodge. Yeah. Dance! This is in the Book of Boba Fett and the yeah. Mandalorian? Yeah. So the last two episodes have yeah, had all of five seconds of Boba on screen. Yeah. I saw the Book of Boba Fett while I was scrolling through Disney+, Plus and I just kept scrolling. Like, I... I think I sped up. Yeah. I didn't even, I did not slow down. It, it, and we haven't even talked about the gang of Vespa scooter riding. Dude, teams. with the slowest car chase <laughs> Literally ever. Literally the slowest car chase in the universe. So, okay. <laughs> Boba Fett wants to yell at a mayor, and he goes to his office, and surprise. The, the mayor's, mayor's gone. gone. So. His aides run out the door, and Boba Fett runs out there, and he's like, "Catch him! He's got a he's got a gang of teenagers that he four employs. cyber nerds, mm-hmm. um, and they they ride mobility scooters, but like Star Wars mobility scooters. Yeah, um, think out tricked out Vespas, except the Vespas still look nicer than these things. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. and." Um, also, they're Power Rangers colored. That's true. <laughs> except they're missing what Green Ranger? I yeah, think? they don't have a green one. They or got maybe it's yellow, pink. red. I think it's pink. Blue. I think they have red, yellow, green, and blue. They're missing pink. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and um, uh, they are very shiny and clean. Yeah. Keep in mind, they live on Tatooine, the desert. None of them have face masks, so they're flaunt quote-unquote, <laughs> flying through the streams at the fastest, fastest speeds I've ever seen. So fast. So fast. The blur. <laughs> and none of them have face gear on. So, like, there's no mouth breathers to keep the sand out. There's no goggles to keep the sand out of their eyes. So how are they even seeing? It's. Do you want to know how? It's because they're going slow as shit. Literally, like, <laughs> 10, miles like 10 miles an hour, maybe. They're going so slow that at the end of the chase, Boba just plops down next to him because he rode his jetpack. Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, why didn't you just like, do that to begin Why didn't with? you just do that to begin with? You could have chased after him. You could have grabbed him and dragged him up into the sky with them. Then you have the advantage on the negotiations. He so actually, I think he forgot that he had a jetpack because in the first episode, he gets surrounded by enemies. Dude, yes. He's like, he's, nothing is more absurd to me than a scene of a guy with a jetpack being just like, standing I'm there. What do I do when there's nothing but sky above you? It's like. What does he do? He shoots his wrist rocket at the reflective shields. Yeah, they all have shields. And and he doesn't fly away. He doesn't fly away. 
You don't want to leave Finnick behind. It's yeah, like, but you could have flown out of the circle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He has hands. That you could have, go. you <laughs> could have just picked up Finnick and flown away, or yeah. he could have just flown to the outside. All they had to do was break the circle, and then the fight's over. Critically, they didn't have guns. So if oh, he had the flown away... The enemies did not have guns. They, they had, had shields. like shields and, and like a, a baton stick. thing that yeah, like, like zapped them. Stick. Yeah. So if he had flown away... He'd have had to get about, I don't know, eight feet off the ground. And, and then he's safe. untouchable. All of yeah. his guns, all of his rockets, flamethrowers. Like, all of it. Fair him. game. He could have murked them all in less than five minutes, but my, no. My favorite scene, or the my favorite part of that whole scene, though, is when they, they break out of it and there's two left, uh, or there's three left, and yeah. he tells Finnick Shan, go after them, them. Alive. and then he shoots a rocket at one of them and just blows them just up, blows and then he up. says, don't kill them, and I'm like, but you literally just blew that guy up with a rocket. Like to pieces. Yeah. On screen. With his big ass rocket, his jetpack rocket. The jetpack rocket, not even the wrist rocket, because he had already fired the wrist rocket at the shields like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't know like, what they do. He's never seen them. They, they're see through, so I should be able to shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> it didn't what? work. In Star Wars? That doesn't make sense. I don't see it. Yeah. So, and I think we had this discussion back. I don't know, seven years ago or something like that, where I can't remember your idea or my idea, but we had this idea, wouldn't it be so cool if now that Disney has bought the the, the Star Wars universe, if they made like a Mad Max style Boba Fett yes. movie. Exactly. Like and the thing is, is, you could have violent. done... Anything like that. Mm-hmm. My Critically, I'm, I know I'm going to hate the Obi-Wan series because what I have been advocating for for years is a spaghetti western style Star Wars of Obi-Wan yeah. fucking shit up on Tatooine. That's it. That's all it needs to be. Obi-Wan strolling from town to town as a lone wanderer, solving problems with a gun because he doesn't want to pull out his lightsaber, and he's cool as shit, and he's this old mysterious dude, and nobody wants to deal with him, and he's the wizard, he's the, he's the crazy guy that lives in the dune right. sea. That Never uses cool. the force powers, obviously, it's yeah. all subtle things. Yeah, yeah, it's all just like behind the scenes stuff, and it's Obi-Wan being a real cool western dude. They're not going to do that. They're um, absolutely not going to do that. I'm just gonna be happy Ewan's back. Yeah, I, I, that is cool. Wait, Ewan they, McGregor? Yeah, they're yeah. bringing him. Yeah, of course they are. You know how long he had to keep that shit a secret? Yeah, and he's probably super excited. He, he was being absolutely one. excited. Yeah. I remember interviews with him. He was like, you know, everybody always asked, "Would you do Obi Wan again? Would you do Obi Wan again?" He's like, I kind of had to chillax for a while because after a little bit, it sounded like I was begging for the role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's cool that he's going to be in it. I just, they have not shown that they can write anything. They don't have yeah, good Mando plot is all They're really good at setting up the world, the universe. The, that's the what I love. Are There's so, so much back. Good. But again, it's all stuff that only you and I yeah, understand exactly. other people. And, and that's part of why I keep watching them. Because I, yeah. I feel dirty every time I watch the show. And I'm like, this is awful. Why yeah. do I keep watching this? Just putting myself through pain but part of it's just like i love seeing it it feels like being back home yeah it feels like if anybody has ever 
it's, it's like from a small town and you hate it. You hate the small town you're from and you moved away years ago to go to college and you're now in a really good place. But every time you go back home, you have this feeling. You're like, wow, this town really sucks. But you know it. It's your town. You've been there. You know all the roads. You know where everything goes. You know how things go. You know how things work. You know the people. You know everything about it. You hate the town. You don't want to live there. You're glad you're only visiting your parents for three days. Whatever. It's your town. And that's how I feel watching these shows. It's like, I hate it. I hate everything about it. But I, I, feel, I feel like a kid again. I feel like I know where I'm at. I'm in my element. I know all the things that are happening on the screen. I know... I know all the connections. I just think they suck. I think they're stupid. I think every every decision that Mandalorian makes in The Mandalorian is stupid. I think every decision that Boba Fett has made has been bewildering and dumb. And they spent the first four episodes making him yeah. look like a bitch. I don't know why no one is talking about the fact that every single problem or challenge that Boba Fett has got himself into, Finnick Shand has got him out of. Yeah. She has saved his ass from everything that has happened to him so far. At least in the present day. He got himself out of the Tusken Raider thing before he met her. But, like, yeah. every um, time he gets in trouble, she saves him. I'm like, is that the purpose? Yeah, the first three episodes, he was still healing. He yeah. was back to tank all the time until finally, oh, look, now you're fully healed. And then they have the fight between him and the Wookiee. Yeah. He gets his ass beat. He gets beat. his ass beat. Back to the back to tank. Uh, yeah and i'm like okay yeah you're probably supposed to but like he has his ass handed to him and it's embarrassing because he gets his ass beat because he's been so much trying trying to get to his armor mm-hmm. and it's like if you want to set this guy up as like a badass fighter which then he boba fett shouldn't is, need the armor he shouldn't need the he armor just got back at the bare minimum like he should be like pressed and held back and like not getting the advantage over his opponent, but he should be able to hold his own. Nope. No. He almost died. He had to have the the scooter guild come help. Yeah. The teenagers came and was like, I'm going to use my robot arm. Yeah. And they got their ass beat, and then Finnick Shand. And then Finnick did it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is... The cavalry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For you uh, Marvel fans. Uh... Also, the teenagers, um, he hired them because they were in trouble for stealing water because water was too expensive. It's true. But presumably, they were stealing water to wash their scooters. Because those things are clean. Like, literally perfectly there clean. There was no sand on them. Like, not even near the exhaust. They were so clean that they literally stood out as bad CGI because it looked like a CGI scooter. It looked scooter. like a CGI scooter. There's a lot so, of things stupid, but it, I want to make sure that I caught something. Mm-hmm. Did you say that... Baby Yoda is getting Mandalorian armor? Mm, yes, he is. Sort of. It's only chainmail, so it's not plate, but it is Beskar. It's essentially Star Wars' version of Mithril yeah. from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, that was Oh, that was the other thing I really hated about Episode 6, because they were like, hey, we're going to bring back Luke and make him a Jedi, and it's going to, you know... Forget the last Jedi. That never happened. Here's real Luke. And you're like, okay, cool. Here's mm-hmm. Luke training the Jedi Order. And then at the end of the episode, he gives baby Yoda a choice. He's like, here's Yoda's lightsaber. You can have Yoda's lightsaber. Which was destroyed Jedi. in the comics. Yeah. Which is Disney canon. So Yeah. So that was 
whatever. Damn. Also, it was absolutely ridiculous seeing Luke Skywalker hold Yoda's lightsaber. Because He's like, the, Look. I swear the blade was shorter than it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely was. And he makes he makes Yoda choose between Yoda's lightsaber and being a Jedi, or chainmail Mandalorian yeah. chainmail and being a Mandalorian. And I thought that is absolutely the dumbest fucking shit that you could have made Luke do because he says you have to give up attachment to be a Jedi. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, Luke he didn't spent do that. The entire Return of the Jedi learning that what makes you strong in the Force is your attachment to your friends and your family. Even before Return of the Jedi, because he was already training with Yoda in Empire, and then he has the feeling yes. with... And he's like, I have to go help my friends. And Yoda says, if you leave, then you'll never be a Jedi. And he leaves anyway to go help his friends. Exactly. And now, now they're like, oh, you have to get rid of all attachments to so, be a Jedi. Yeah, I was... Fuck off. <laughs> I was actually talking about that with one of my coworkers here because I was like, I mean, like, I want him to pick Jedi, and but I also don't want him to get rid of like Mando as a, like a father figure mentor, right, or yeah. whatever he's gonna be. Yes. And the the coworker here brought up, they're like, you know, well, what if it's just a test and Luke's character isn't ruined and he wants him to pick the attachment and not be a shitty Jedi like all the people before him. I hate that. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I get it. I get it. I, and, and if it is, and then I will whatever. Pop, pop. I didn't say it was a good idea, but I was like, that at least makes sense. It at least would make sense. It's so irritating that they would even consider setting that up as like the end of an episode about a side story of a character of somebody else's in somebody TV else's show. TV show. Yeah. If you want to do that, make a book about Luke and the Jedi Academy. Right. But nobody will fucking do that because we don't want movies about Luke Skywalker or the Jedi anymore. Except yeah. everyone fucking yes, creams themselves do. when mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker shows up on screen for two seconds in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they do want the Jedi. They. No, go ahead. F- finish the thought. They just don't want to admit it. Yeah. 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 Great discussion. Yes. It's five oh two. Oh no way. Yeah. Oh my god. You guys yeah. plowed through that. That well, was awesome. And it was a lot of fun. Uh any final thoughts? Stop making fan service TV shows. Write the story first. Yes. Write a consist it doesn't have to be revelationary. Revolutionary. It just has to be good. It has to make sense. There has to be motivation and attachment and emotion and thought that goes into it. Your yeah. characters have to grow and learn and do things. Yeah, I'm not sure which person in upper management is in the way, but they need to get out of the way. And it's frustrating because I know that Dave Filoni can write a good story. Because he did seven seasons of The Clone he Wars. He did seven seasons of Clone Wars. He did Avatar he The did Last Avatar, Airbender. He did Avatar, yeah. Avatar really? The Last Airbender yeah. is an excellent he story about character He produced over half growth. of that show, yeah. I don't understand what's going on here. I yeah. don't know what's happening. I don't know if he accidentally hit his head and is I think confused. he's too busy. I think they've given him a lot more to do, and he's so busy with the upper end work that he doesn't get to 
micromanage like Maybe. he did with the Clone Wars. I, I think so because his his touch is not there. No, I didn't always like all of you the can Rebels. Feel I didn't like all it, of Clone like, Wars, overall. but he, he yeah. did a good job. You could tell that he cared about the story. Yeah, here I don't I don't know what's going on, but you can make a good story. You can you can have all these details. You can have callbacks. You can have cameos. You have to have a good story to tie it all together. And yeah, just don't. So yeah. That's my final thought. Star Wars is great. It is great. I love it so much. Though. It's the best. And we can always come back to that. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining. Mm-hmm. Once again, if you ever feel like switching jobs, we can get the crew back together and we can talk about Star Wars all the time. In our weekly meetings. In our weekly see. meetings, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Harrison, thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks, everybody, listening. Y'all have a great weekend. Hill Country Tech Guys offer best-in-class support and aim to provide a world-class customer experience for each and every one of our clients. We offer managed IT support, cybersecurity tools and consultation, along with the ability to handle all of your project or infrastructure needs. If you are interested in learning more, please visit our website, YouTube, or social media pages.